Hello, this is Austin from the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. This is the Magic Our Way Podcast with my mutants, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. They're cut above the rest, bub. <laughs> you're the best there is at what you do, and what you do is pretty nice. <laughs> Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of... The magic our way. Magic our way. Magic our way. Magic our way. The magic our way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Army podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Bus talking about Disney stuff. And this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicArway.com is where you can find us today. We are talking, actually reviewing the latest installment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Black Widow. Finally released. Here it is. And guys, look, this is not your typical polished, practiced, pixie dust and Disney podcast. No, sir. We are not in the parks every day trying to tell you the best place to ride out Florida's afternoon rainstorms. That's right, Kevin. We're here to drink, entertain y'all, talk Disney, and then kidnap y'all and brainwash y'all and have y'all join our army of a weekend assassins. That's right. Now get ready. Here comes the helicopter and the avalanche. (laughs) My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. Oh, you saw Eli. <laughs> and this is Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> which one is Moose? Which one is Squirrel? Is squirrel. Yes. I am Lee. And even though I ain't ScarJo, I do book the trips, though. <laughs> ah, So, guys, enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go discuss some Black Widow magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin. Yes, folks. Just a quick shout out to listeners who have booked their vacations with the Magic Our Way podcast. Thank you this week to Becca. Becca! Becca, Becca. yes, who is currently going to be staying at the All-Stars in October. And also, Kevin, we may run into her because she's going to be there the same time we are. Hey! Hey. Get out of here! Sop him around a little bit, Becca. We won't be there. Eli and I will be in probably Disneyland at that point. Yeah. Uh, Sop him around a little bit. Tell him what to do. Yeah. Whatever's good. It's all cool, you know? (laughs) So just a quick funny story. So, you know, I had the sales meeting in Nashville a couple of weeks back and this uh, particular person walks up to me and she's like, hey, I don't want to sound weird. I'm like, all right. I like the way this is going. You Mrs. Lasavica's lawyer listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tear you apart. And your little beard, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, so she's like, uh, I, I'm a listener to the Magic Our Way podcast, and I wanted to talk to you about, you know, we're going to be want to go in October and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, that's very cool. So the, like the two worlds have collided. The, oh. the Journeys world and the, uh, and the podcast world have now collided because she is a Journeys employee, but she found out about me through, through the podcast. And she also uh, 
approves all my expenses too. So that's <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's wow, dude. that's an interesting little twist. So I got to watch myself now. I guess. Oh, <laughs> oh geez. <laughs> well, Becca, uh, he spends way too much money when he comes into town. I mean, he's buying his dinner, everything, oh, yeah, he's buying watch liquor, that. and yeah. all kind of stuff. Say, man, man, look, don't get all this, dude. He bought me a nice new car. I got a new pair of Sanooks up yeah. here. Yeah, and there's no reason he can't drive home after he finishes recording. I mean, we we wrap up at like one. He could be home by like six in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You didn't Come need to on. pay for another hotel. No yeah. kidding. Becca. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Becca. How you doing? How you doing? He's auditing Becca? the auditor. <laughs> Becca the auditor. The auditor. All right. Well, thank you much, Becca. We'll hopefully we'll run into you there in the uh, in October. No, yes. Becca, run into us, man. Uh, look, look for us for sure. I gave her our itinerary. Okay. So okay. Good. Try to meet up. If you figure out a way to put Lee Lastavica in jail, we have a Magic Our Way pin that we will. Oh, send. Yeah. <laughs> not even worth a t-shirt. It's a, a pin. Or t- okay, well, put, well, all right. t-shirt. Sure, t-shirt. Yeah, t-shirt. All right, send cool. me two pins. Whatever works. For send you. me two pins. <laughs> Get the shoes. Get the shoes. Becca, thank you very much, man. That's awesome, and we hope you're listening and enjoying the shows and checking us out on YouTube, man, because we got a lot of good stuff there too as well. <laughs> We are reviewing Black Widow, the Disney Marvel summer movie offering, which was released in the United States in theaters and on Disney Plus via premium access on July 9th, 2021. Here's a little promotion description as stated by the Walt Disney Company. In Marvel Studios' action-packed spy thriller Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. So guys, as always, like we've been doing Loki stuff, before we jump into those details, we're going to give a quick around the room to see whether or not we like the show and our reasons for our opinion. And we'll also give our scale of 1 to 10, 10 being we absolutely loved it, 1 we're like, meh. (laughs) And of course, since this is a Marvel movie, I'm going to let Eli, our Marvel master, Maven. That's not Maven. That's female, I think, right? Our our guru, Guru, Marvel guru, to lead off on what he thinks about Black Widow. Oh, man. Right on, sir. Thank you very much. I got to say, there's a a lot to be had here. There's a lot of stuff to think about. Uh, Here's the thing. Love the action in it. It's great. The dynamics between all of the characters, which we'll get into, has some awkward moments, but some funny moments. I uh, had no problem with that. There are some parts, I feel, with the with the big bands, uh, so to speak, was kind of weird and wonky. But uh, all, all in all, uh, I would give it an eight. Eight. An okay. eight. Cool. Excellent. All right, Danny. Oh, me? Oh, okay. Uh, I see this as being a good movie, but not a great movie. I thought it was well done in many parts. I thought at, at times the action felt forced. Uh, the uh, I'm sorry about that. My phone was forced. Me right now. <laughs> the phone does not agree with you, sir. It does not. They <laughs> call me a stop talking about Black Widow. <laughs> Got important information. <laughs> no, I thought that the action felt a little forced at times. The dynamics felt a little clunky if you will the villain felt a little weak but i was entertained but i was bored at times as well there were times where i I literally looked at my watch like really how long has this been going on for here so i was kind of in it out of it in it out of it yeah i stand by what i said it was a good movie not a great movie if i had to give it a rating on a scale of one to ten seven 
I think would be fair. Seven, seven, yeah. five. I'll just go seven. Solid I'm, I'm seven. not going okay. okay. to hedge. I'll okay. just go seven. Don't hedge. I'm kind of along the same lines, guys. So I, I will give it an eight. And, and I'm thinking about this in terms of the Loki shows we've been doing, which you haven't catched it. Make sure you catch it on the rest of our channel in the Marvel Moon stuff playlist. But is it worse than the third episode of Loki? Probably not. Is it about the same kind of thing? Maybe so. You say like the whole movie is equivalent to that one third episode? As far as how it made me feel. Okay. You know, how it made me feel after I watched it. You know, I enjoyed it. It was kind of, uh, and we'll talk about this. It, for me, it was kind of caught in between two different worlds, I guess two different phases that were. It's like, okay, you had the action and stuff that's going on, but then it's like based upon the way they were doing storytelling with WandaVision and Captain America, uh, Falcon, I'm sorry, Falcon Winter Soldier, and now recently Loki, that's the standard I've been judging things against now. You know, not to say that the stuff beforehand in the previous phases were not good, but it's definitely a different thing, feel. Dynamic. Whatever, dynamic and everything else like that. Uh, I enjoyed seeing the family aspects of it. You know, that was that was kind of nice. And you can kind of d- d- deduce that from the trailers and whatnot. But yeah, it, it, w- it wasn't an, a flat out knockout for me. I will watch it again, you know, just because I, I didn't enjoy some of those interactions as family stuff um, that we'll talk about. But it, it wasn't an absolute blockbuster hit for me. As uh, you know, I've been rewatching some of the Marvel movies. You know, I rewatched the first Thor and, and you know, Avengers uh, Infinity War as well as Endgame and stuff. And this one just, I, I don't know. It, it, was, it was just a little different to me. And then the end credit scene. So if you haven't seen it or if you are watching it and you haven't seen the very, very end credit scene, it happens at the very end. Uh, that one brings up some questions for me, too. So, yeah, I'm giving it a, a, a pretty much a solid eight for me. But, uh, yeah, we'll get it. I, I'm biting my tongue because I don't want to divulge too much. So I I'll, can see some sure, what you yeah. say with the dynamic, though. That's Yeah, yeah that leads to a lot of questions. Yeah, I'll sure. toss it over to Lee before I, I ruin anything for anybody else. So go ahead, Lee. All right, so let's go with uh, seven out of ten white Russians on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well done. I also may be a little influenced over the fact that uh, we left this movie to go next door when we were done and watch uh, Fast and Furious 9. 9! So, in comparison, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> you know, when you <laughs> compare it to Fast and Furious. Well, I would think just seeing John Cena was in it was enough to be able to be like, oh well, that's going to suck. God. I was like, what is this guy? How are they related? Like they're supposed to be brothers, and this is stupid. And anyway, I'm, this is not a Fast and Furious review. He really is a very limited actor. Yeah, too. John Cena yeah. was not getting my money. He is not the he Rock. Not no, my this money. Was, that was just hot garbage. So maybe again, I like this better because of the comparison of seeing that piece of crap afterwards. But you know, for someone again, as I always say, is not a huge Marvel fan. I was definitely entertained. Got a few laughs out of it. There were some great moments that were humorous and like the little family dynamic. And you know, they're very. Like, like dry sense of humor because they're Russian and all this other stuff. So that was a cool part of it. The action stuff, honestly, was okay. Like the fight scenes were cool, but some of the later stuff, I'm like, okay, I get that this is a superhero movie, but this is really unbelievable. Some of the stuff they're trying to do in these action scenes. I'm like, you were really uh, kind of jumping the shark a little bit with some of those action scenes. It was like, this is weird. So like I said, of all the Marvel movies I've seen, I don't know that I would put it in the top, but it was entertaining. You know, it would probably be cool to see it again on, you know, at the on Disney Plus when it comes out for free, that kind of thing. Didn't mind paying for it. It was cool to get back into the movie theater again. I don't know. Did you guys see it at the theater? Everyone see it at the theater? Or did y'all do the Disney oh, Plus? Oh, I, I did the Disney Plus thing. Disney I Plus. Home, yeah, yeah I, did. I had an option to see it at the theater, and I was like, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'd rather just see it in my own environment. It was cool seeing it in the theater and, you know, getting spending $50 on snacks. 
and stuff like that. So it was a little piece of normal for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was so. That was that was pretty cool. That's the first movie we've seen in theaters since uh, since the pandemic. So that was kind of nice too. And you know, it's funny about that. Is I just thought about this. That, you know, that you mentioned is like if you wanted to see it again, you would have to pay either way. If we wanted to see it again, we could just turn it on right now and watch it. Yeah, I, I was watching some of it this morning because I remember I was complaining about ah oh, that premium access stuff. It's like all right, we, we said we were going to do it, so I'll do it. It's worth it. I've been waiting for this movie to come out. Yeah, and I paid the thirty bucks. I'm like, wait a minute, I can watch this as many times as I want. And I looked up, and it's like there's no limit. It's not going to end. It's going to remain open indefinitely. How yeah. much yes. did you want to watch it? I mean, the, the tickets weren't back, so we went to a matinee, so it was like six bucks for a ticket, and it was just me and my sons, so it was like $12. You know, maybe I think it was like $17 with all the service charges or blah, blah, blah. So it wasn't too bad. It's just, again, I spent, I'm not exaggerating, probably like $50 on snacks. So yeah, I mean, the, the only advantage is that HBO Max will release their movies for a limited time for free. If you already have the subscription for HBO Max, then you get them whatever movies are in the theater for free, and then it disappears. But you know, when in the grand scheme of things, when you pay the thirty, it's like twenty nine ninety nine, I guess twenty nine ninety seven or something like that. It's not a bad price for the same kind of thing, you know. I, and I'm okay with that. I, I was okay with that after I looked upon. I pay for it, and Eli and I watch it together. Yeah, so yeah, you can have yeah. so many people. You, you can, I could watch it by myself again, or I could have all y'all over and watch it together again. You could pause it, go use the bathroom, yeah. come back, and it'll be like, what did I miss? Yeah, you know? I mean, other than free, I think this is maybe it's not maybe it's not such a bad deal, yo. No, it was, it was not. No, such a bad deal. It was not bad. I mean, like if I had a reaction to something, I knew like Danny was like sitting right there, so it wasn't like I had to worry about somebody be like, "I'm throwing my popcorn in your yeah. face." I, it was easy to kind of be myself. I personally just like watching a movie now in the comfort of my own home or somebody else's home. As it is nice. To, yeah, it is nice. You know? yeah. and now is it thirty dollars every movie or thirty dollars and you get all the premium movies when they come no, out? Can spread no, no, the no, 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 thirty dollars and you get to watch that movie as much as you as want. much as you want. Not yeah. all so the movie. It's not a premium right. subscription. It's just. Thirty dollars this time, thirty dollars again, thirty dollars again. Every right. movie that comes out. Okay, right. cool. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just need to say, you know, it was, I didn't expect it. I forgot she was in it, but it was good to see Rachel Weisz in this movie. You know, she played Melina. Well acted. I liked how she. I, I've always been a fan of hers, even from the the Mummy movies. Yeah, yes. a big fan of hers, and she did some other movies too. But the Mummy is the one that has, that sticks out for me as far as her. I, I always loved it. She looks great, you know. A big fan, and 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 I like, especially at the end when you saw her in the outfit. And we'll get into that. I was like, oh yeah, she looks right. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, she, she, she could play Mama Widow or something like that. You know, <laughs> Mama Widow. I call I call her Mama Widow. You know, I thought she was the hottest widow. As you know what? I'm sorry. That's like milf widow. Maybe but I'm old fashioned, but I love Mama Widow. So she's a wilf. Oh, she's a definite wilf. A widow. I- yeah, well, just be careful. <laughs> and what do I like to have fun with and, and talk they about eat me afterwards? Yeah. Yes. Here's the thing, man. I looked up how old she was. I was like, man, she looks good, and she's got to be around our age. She's 51, apparently. Oh, Gorgeous. wow. Drop that gorgeous. Good for her. Still amazing. Still good. She's acting her butt off, you know, especially in the acting films. I love her in The Mummy, and just to see her in this role... I hope we get to see her more often because, hey, I love it because she's in the MCU now. Yeah, you know, she is. Yes. It's great. She's yeah. very, very important. So. As well as Hopper. As well as Hopper. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, there so, you go. A lot of, I'd, I'd say this having this movie, I guess, in the library, so to speak, does have this weird way of opening up a lot of doors. That much I could give it credit for. But it was, it was, a, it was a good way to have a, a Friday night MCU kickoff. It sure. was nice. Yeah. After I got home from work, I had something to look forward to. Came home, paid for it. I watched the movie. It was great. And it was nice to see them finally give Black Widow an origin story. It really was. I mean, I kind of felt like she got got shortchanged a bit. 
Yes. Her and Hawkeye kind of got introduced, at least, I guess, uh, she got introduced in, what, Iron Man 2, and she got, Hawkeye got introduced in, what, Thor, the first one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was nice to see that she got an origin story, and we all know that Hawkeye's series is coming out on Disney Did, Plus at yes, some point sir. in time, and so I'm sure they'll get into some stuff with him. But for a while now, she's kind of seemed like just the love interest of the Hulk. She's a badass, but really her only other function is to kind of be... A love interest to the Hulk or the Hawkeye or to... To grab some information. You don't know how she does it. Right. It's It just seemed like her character was so limited. And so for... I, I was really glad they finally gave her a movie to shine because I felt like that was long overdue. Very, very long overdue. And that's what I wondered about. Like, if... It's it's tough, I think. Uh, like you said, the, the characters that you, this movie essentially has to go up against, right? You got Hulk... Thor, Captain America, like just these over the top characters. And it's like, how do you take this character and then kind of work within the parameters of who that character is? This character doesn't have superpowers. She can't shoot eye beams. She doesn't have a hammer, but you have to kind of still make comic book MCU feel movie. And I think that was like really the big challenge. Uh, that these guys had to face. I see. I don't even know that they lived up to that challenge. But I it was a challenge. It right? was a challenge. Yes. Every, but it felt more like a Jason Bourne, James Bond type of movie than it did your typical MCU movie. So there's one point at the end where you see something happen and you hear that Avengers music kind of kick in, and then you're like, oh, now I've kind of got kind of got the Marvel feels. But I'm with you. It has like a Bourne identity, Mr. Yeah. Mrs. Smith, yeah. Terminator, Two Manchurian Candidate kind of loop. <laughs> Going on with it, Leon the professional. Yeah. <laughs> ah, nice, yeah, very, very much so. I'm. It did seem like the plot was kind of. That's what I would say. And I'm being generic. I'm not trying to get into spoilers, but I'm just saying it seems like the plot was relatively weak. Like they wrote this in a weekend. You know, that's yeah. I I know we were watching it at one point, and I remember we both were like, "Oh, don't tell me that's about to happen." And it did, and uh, they were fairly predictable. Very predictable. Yeah, there's there's no way around that. And I think there were some parts in there where it was like, "Oh, come on, you're not going to use this particular trick." Where um, I call it, I don't want to give anything away, but I call it, uh, for the lack of a better word. A Batman 60s, 60s Batman like storytelling. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we gonna do? I got a anti shark spray. You know, like that kind of crazy stuff. Uh, I, I saw a lot of that. That's kind of where I was like, in oh, the heart, you kill me. Get to the chopper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Anything else, gentlemen? Before we dive into it, I, mean, I, I think it's it. a, I think it's as far as we can go without really getting the spoilers. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes. I mean, guys. there's a lot. I will say this. There's a lot about the movie that I did like. And, and I think I touched upon that. I thought that Red Guardian stole the movie. Absolutely. Uh, the you daddy. Think he stole it? I think he stole the movie. Right. And I think Yelena was clearly... I think he stole the movie with a lot of what he did helped get you through the movie. But a, while, a lot of what her sister did was the most memorable. I thought she shined. I thought Black Widow unfortunately, was kind of the sidekick of her own movie. Okay. okay. Well, can uh, we comment on that? Or do we have to... Uh, if you can do it non-spoilerish, yes, you can I, yes, do it. Yeah. I totally can do that. Okay. Totally, yes. I, I agree. The sister got put over uh, really Dude. well. I agree with that. I don't know about the the dad. I mean, like, Ray Guardian. 
Can I say that, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. it's, it's obvious he's in there, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. The uh, movie got fun when he showed up. He, it did. I don't know about stole, though. I don't, he stole it. I don't know about stole. He stole I, it. I know there was some parts it was crucial he was there, but I don't know about stole. So. I think he is the Moana. He's of that show. Um, not the Moana, the... Uh, Maui? Maui. He's the Maui of this show. Like This, this, <laughs> this movie is not the same without him in it. It's not near as enjoyable. It's very serious. It's very dire with a little comedy thrown in. Him Moana was there. okay. And then, yeah, and Moana was okay. But when The Rock showed up, that's when that movie got, was like, all right, I like this movie. Boom. It started, it, yeah, it, it, things started to sizzle. Okay. All right. I, I, I don't know if I stole it, but, you know, hey, that's cool. I just, okay, well, I mean, we can yeah. bicker over the terminology, but, I mean, yeah, you see what I'm saying. And in my opinion, when he showed up, the movie got fun. How about that? Yeah. As opposed to the word stole it. No, I'm look, I'm look, but in your opinion, it all matters. It okay. all matters. Look, you know, I was, I was hoping actually that Colossus and Deadpool would show up at some point. That would have been <laughs> awesome. That you, yes. I, oh, I see you're Russian too, huh? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We, okay, so we have until, what, this coming Wednesday when Loki finally releases the last episode to find out whether or not this is a pattern with Marvel where all the stuff that you're going to get that lands on Disney Plus is it never teases anything bigger. It's always within the confines of this small little world that we've created, and there's nothing bigger that's going to encapsulate future movies. And I think, you know, we all thought WandaVision, there may have been a bigger play at, at work, and that didn't happen. Same thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. And now you're moving forward with Black Widow, where basically everything was self-contained in there as well. So if Loki is the same thing, then... at at some point, you have to be able to say, well, these stories are great and they're very well told, but the idea that they tie into the larger universe as a whole, it's not really... Phase happy. four is tough to take. I'm not even sure what phase four is at this point, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. We're all still trying to get a handle on phase four. We're in phase four, but it's kind of like... It's but like, we're not in phase four. It's like we're still <laughs> dipping a toe in the water. Yes. Is that... Toe phase. Is that really... Is it? Is it the right time too to get in? Too hot for the hot tub. Uh, uh, phase too hot now. Gotta take it back. Hot now. tub too hot. Gotta pull oh, it out. Too hot Burn for the hot tub. Uh. Yeah, you know, it's like if it doesn't, if Loki doesn't, uh, it's, it's it's as if Multiverse of Madness, Dr. Strange's movie has to tie all of this together. I, yes. Yeah, or add another piece to it that's a little more, oh, cinematic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can, I can see that. But something has to kind of coagulate everything into a timeline or multiple time or some kind of singular singular story. Yeah, well, it's going to be hard to make stuff make sense. But, so. but, but I mean, isn't that kind of what sucks about some of this stuff is that it just feels so self-contained. It doesn't feel like we're building on something bigger. That was what was so good about these MCU movies, though. You go see them in theater and each one built off the last yeah, one. Yeah, one, two, and three, yeah. It feels like everything that we're watching is very self-contained. Or so we think. I don't know. It's po- very possible. Very but, possible. I mean, if not, it's a big ask for Doctor Strange's movie to bring it. I mean, that comes out, what, March next year, I believe? Well, Doctor releases. Strange, oh, Spider-Man is... is you got Spider-Man. Yeah, well, Shang-Chi. I mean, I don't know if Shang-Chi's going to do anything to that. Ant-Man is yeah. really the one that's supposed to be introducing Kang into the... And, and again, unless it happens in Loki. And you've only got one episode left, and I think I would be... that That whole last episode better be a lot about Kang then because otherwise it's going to be a disappointment. Guys look make sure you stay tuned to this YouTube channel because we're going to be uh, reviewing the last episode of Loki coming up very very soon man. It's going to be awesome. We're just as crazy about it as you are. So guys look now that we have done that let's dive into the details but first I must give you a spoiler warning. 
If you have not watched the movie yet and don't want anything ruined for you, make sure you hit pause right now. Save this video. Save this podcast. Come back to us later. We're about to get into all the spoilers in three, two, one. Here we go. And to spoil it, I'm going to say the quote unquote good guys win. Yeah, <laughs> That's what you go with. I, was I know. So I know. Curious. That goes to show yeah. how wow. much there really was behind that. The it's, good I mean, guys win. That's yeah. what you go with. There's not much. I mean, that's the thing. It's not much of a spoiler. I agree. Usually, you put the. I do. Like, I, the put, I put the right dagger into it right like, there. Boom. It's like, how about Taskmaster is a girl? Girl, yeah. Yes, there you go. We can see that. Antonia. Yeah, yes. Antonia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, that was one of those things where I didn't know any of that backstory, and I'm like. Well, it looks a little bit like Captain America. But wait a minute, it's got a bow and arrow, so that's kind of like Hawkeye. And I mean, like, eventually they told us why, and there's like, oh, okay, well, I'm a dumbass. I didn't know that. No, but that's not, like, you don't read it. That's totally fair. That's- yeah, but it's like, okay, that's, but I saw it. I understood it right, right away. I'm like, okay, this is an amalgamation of different heroes or characters or Avengers or whatever. Did you know right away that the, not right away, but like by halfway through the movie, did you have a good sense? That was his daughter? Yes. Not really, but I don't, I'm not that smart. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not that good with movies. Like my wife is like, Oh, this is what's going to happen. And this, Oh, did you see that? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm just watching the movie. Just chilling. What? I mean, I'm just thinking about your next promo on the magic. Only podcast. <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened. John Cena was an actor. In it. No, yeah, no, I was no. just enjoying the movie, you know. I mean, like when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but I didn't see it coming. No, we. it, it was kind of like... Well, back up a second. You said Taskmaster? Is that what this... Uh, Taskmaster is a villain. Yes. I mean, I admit, I didn't know who that character was, and I, I had no idea if that was a male or a female it was supposed to be. In the comics, it's... it's yeah, the comics, he was known as Quartermaster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's his first and name, yes, Kirk? Yes. <laughs> first <laughs> name is Kirk? Okay. He was Quartermaster. He used to work for the Pirates. And yes, he, he, uh, copies, the he, he copies the styles of many podcasts. Yeah. Yes. yes. There you go. Okay. Yes. That's it. No, that's that it. did not happen. I'm sorry. Uh, that's, no, hilarious. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. He was the Bassmaster. Ah, so he's he the Beastmaster. He was good friends with Bill Dance and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Good. Yes. Okay. yes. He was a Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> I afraid no task. <laughs> oh, he was a Mythbuster, too. That's it. it. That's yeah. it. Okay, so connect. All right. So seriously, we're going to be talking about this film. That was a badass costume. I feel, I'm like, as soon as I saw that film, I'm like, that's money. Problem is, is that once you treat him like they kind of treat him as like a second rate Terminator where he yeah. didn't speak. Yes, he didn't. But he also didn't really do like he would do occasionally really cool things. But then he'd do occasionally like really odd things. He like, didn't accomplish or she didn't accomplish anything in the, in the movie. And, and this was that was one of my parts that I hated. About, and I hate hates such too strong of a word. It was one of those things where at first, when the, you know, you see a character, and you're like, okay, that that's a character out of the the canon, you know, like that's a character out of the, the books. Cool, that's how they made him and all this stuff. But they had like this weird scene where they show they introduce him, her, and uh, she's in the you know, the mask, which was, it is a cool design. They mandarined him, him. Yeah, and yeah. they did like, hey, smile and all this stuff. And it was like that's when I knew there was a dude in there. That's when I'm like when like you know they're programming stuff in the a neck, and all of a sudden they went girl? smile. There was a girl. Okay, okay. That programmed something in the back of his neck, walked up to the mask and went smile, smile like yeah. that. And I'm like, I see the robot or a person because they programmed something. And then when they went smile, you kind of get the sense 
as you're watching the movie yeah. and they keep hammering it into your head. These girls have no will, no control, no nothing. I mean, I said it midway through the movie. I yeah. told Eli, I said, uh, that's the daughter. Yeah. And and, they, and the, the crazy part was, was that you say that I was like, yeah, I could see that. And then it was like right before they got to the reveal, like towards the end, they did it. One more time, like, you, you had my daughter, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's like you you just threw it right out there. Right. And uh, that to me didn't reinforce anything like nope. that character did not need to be revealed at all like like even the terminator spoke at points like, yeah if they would have just distorted the voice and you couldn't tell if it was a girl voice or a boy voice and it just sort of you need to come with me like you, yeah. you heard of, like something tasha like maybe that would have like really kind of helped bring you along with that but flesh no. out the character more thank you yeah i'm with you it's funny about the the whole daughter thing is like i don't know if that was supposed to be a big reveal or whatnot but it, even though if, if they when they revealed it i didn't feel that impact Mm-hmm. And I probably didn't feel an impact. It was like, okay, well, did you suspect it? No, I didn't suspect it at all. And so, even though when they revealed it, I still wasn't like, oh my god, love. <laughs> you know, I didn't do any of that. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just like, okay, well, there's that storyline that they're going with or something. And to be honest, it's like I was watching Once Upon a Time on Disney Plus. They just released that on Disney yeah. Plus. Okay. And they were my kids are all into it, and they're in the scene in which uh, Frankenstein is rebuilding this dude's son, who's a princess, trying to bring being good favors with her dad by uh, bringing their dead son back to life or his dead brother back to life. This is the Oprah remake. Yeah, right? yeah. So I'm like, oh, I've seen this storyline before. It's like, oh, of course, yeah. He's going to try to keep his daughter alive by turning him into this robot. So it wasn't as big of an impact as uh, I don't know if they were guaranteeing that it should be. Uh, it just, I just, you know, it's like when it happened and they revealed it, it was like, oh, okay. Uh, they're going with that. Okay, yeah. Nice. yeah. And so the Black Widow didn't kill either one of them. Yes, basically, like you, yeah. you sucked in your job. You didn't kill either one of these people. <laughs> you had one job. You an assassin. You got one job. You had one job. Yeah, I, and the other thing was was like that the reveal was one thing, but that's the big bad. And then they should have came with because it's about the whole network of widows, right? That's where the Jason Bourne aspect, material candidate stuff kind of comes in. And I was just fine if they'd have had Taskmaster be like the very last person without all of the stuff before the big tower falls into the sky and stuff which visually was awesome visually i was like all right now i feel like i'm in a comic book movie but other than that it was uh how do you say it was tough to put those bad guys over to a point where you're like i don't think natasha's gonna make this like if you watch let's say mission impossible sometimes it looks like tom cruise gonna die (laughs) it just does you know he's a star of the show but they do these shots where he like flies out of the play like he did and then they show him holding on to something i never got that sense of danger from in any part like uh oh i would disagree what and when for her yes like okay you remember when they shot the car with the arrow Yes, and it blew it. I said, she's dead. (laughs) It's like, no one's going to survive that. They shot an arrow under a car. It exploded. (laughs) That's when your wife came in and saw it and was like, no. This is stupid. (laughs) And she walked right right out. (laughs) She like, because I said the exact same thing. Like She's sitting here watching and she's like, oh yeah, watching Black Widow. And she came in, watched that scene. Dude shot an arrow under the car. It blew up. It flew in the air. It flipped over onto its head. Landed it upside down. Yeah. Landed up. It went downstairs. Ended up in a subway. And they walk out, and the woman's like, "I cut my arm." 
It's and fair. there's no door. The whole car gets engulfed in flames. That's fair. No one's burnt. No one's missing hair. Nothing. <laughs> they hop out of like the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, I got a little, uh, I got a cut. <laughs> I got a good suit. It, it, my vest, my vest is flame proof. It seems that it always upside down, huh? Yeah. It always upside down. How does this happen? And this whole notion of, okay, so here's another movie where the bad guys are experimenting on and, and, and mistreating people with special abilities to turn them into these ultimate weapons like how many times have we seen that before i mean x-men the maximoffs and in in, in in uh ultron you know deadpool you've seen this happen so many times yeah in superhero weapon x, movies. everything yeah there you go i mean you see it happen so many times over and over and over again where they experiment on people they become ultimate ba- i mean i i just feel this is a lazy script like, even at the very beginning when I'm watching them hurt up all these girls and doing all this stuff, and it's like, they're playing Smells Like Teen Spirit. That like, was creepy. On this weird, like, <laughs> yeah, this weird cover version of Teen Spirit, and it's like, they want you to feel like this is a somber moment, but the lyrics are like, my libido, a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is just nonsensical uh, at this uh, point. That's a human trafficking song, apparently. <laughs> they put a ball in the thing. I just kind of went with it because I feel like that's just part of these. This whole universe's DNA is this ultimate soldier gonna, you know, undefeated, undefeatable. Then they can come back from it, and they oh, they took away my past and this. That. So, not that it needs to be done over and over again, but I just kind of feel like it's just just part of this the DNA of this whole comic franchise is that storyline so i was just like okay i guess they're just it's just part of that i mean i give you i give you this and that marvel in general was always known for making characters that uh, uh the average person should be able to connect with and in such it makes the character have these dark origins i i, I will give you that it's not like like superman's born from the sun batman had his parents died he's like i'm gonna hold myself and be better some of these cats were like i'm going in the mood and they come back with powers and then they say well we're a family dynamic that's how you relate some of that stuff is kind of strange but you gotta remember too this is not being taken in the film and so they are able to just kind of retcon change alter things as they see fit and it's really something where it took me a while to kind of just let go of the, how would you say, purest form of that, you know, and just say, okay, this is just the movie. This is just what what they're giving me to watch. And uh, I think I give it credit on its on the merit of they built the character up decently. But I think the thing is, too, is the time frame and all that, that was kind of jarring, too. Like, if I had never seen Civil War, I you know, or if... um. Like, I didn't know what happened, of course, to her. I think this movie could have worked or had a lot more impact to it if it didn't put itself in that weird kind of confine. You know what I'm saying? Is this where you're leading to if whether or not it is, if we're grading on a curve? Yeah, because I put it with that and then the pandemic with it being a year behind. But well, I think that no. See, this is where I would say, like, you're like, do you grade the the film on the curve because of the pandemic? No, because that meant that they had even more time to get it right. Okay, I mean, this was supposed to come out what November? Is that right? Last it year? was, yeah, like yeah. last year, right? Yeah, November last year. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Let's be honest. Yeah. This movie should have came out before she threw herself off of a cliff. Can't argue with that. Fighting to die. Yeah, 
for no real cause, which, I mean, well, obviously it meant something. They saved the, the universe. Right, but... If Hug the, yourself. Apparently, if the timekeepers willed it, she can just come back, oh, I don't know, like Gamora or uh, <laughs> any of the other villains that died and somehow figured out a way to come back. I mean... If she's a variant. <laughs> I'm seven. I'll take a variant Black Widow, but I tell you what, I mean, and this is kind of where I was going with before, I felt like they did a good job setting up, what was her name, Yelena? Yelena, yeah, the sister, yeah. yeah the as sister. the new Black Widow. I mean, she had the she had more personality than her sister. She was witty. She was sarcastic. She was she dark. She was vulnerable. I, she was, oh, God. I, I loved how she picked on him. It was like, oh, you're such a poser. No, yeah, that you're was funny. And then she did it herself, and she's like, disgusting. No. Uh, <laughs> no All me. the memorable lines in that movie kind of come from her with the whole, yeah, you're a poser, the whole idea Why that you, you do that, you land, you pose. Yeah, they, they take out the uterus and the fallopian tube. I was going to talk about that. The whole okay. thing, like, yeah. you're yeah. the killer that all the other little girls call hero. That was just like a well done, well placed line. I mean, she really seemed like she was the one suffering through the moment. Whereas Natasha was just kind of I've had my time. I'm she was the name already. to give the movie some relevance. Exactly. Yeah. Even though it was Yelena's movie to have. It was like a passing of the torch where they never really passed the torch. And let's talk about that real quick. Because if you watch the end credits scene, the very the last scene that they have at the end of the credits, they tease the whole well, Val makes an appearance. Now, I don't know if this end credits scene was there prior to when they released it or when it was supposed to be there back in November. Because if it was back in November, then that was the first time we would have seen her prior to Falcon Winter Soldier. I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus in that role. When she introduces herself by blowing her nose, so Oh, it was great. No, it was, it was oh, so yeah. appropriate. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I, I was, we were watching the movie, and I, and, uh, I was like, no, that's going to be Nick Fury. Like, I, I, yes. I was... And I, I remember you saying yeah. that. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes... No. no it wasn't. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, at the, the end credits scene, basically what it is, and I'm spoiling it, look, uh, basically what happens is that Val shows up, don't call her Val, and she shows Yelena who, quote unquote, killed her sister. And you see the picture, and who is it? Hawkeye. 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 Yeah. You know? Well, you saw, uh, yeah, this is the man responsible for your sister's death. There again, I thought that that was BS. Yeah. I, I hated that ending. Just from the standpoint that it was a poorly written in because I mean, who wouldn't know like what Hawkeye just never told anybody what happened up there that she sacrificed herself. No one killed her. She sacrificed herself. They probably don't even believe his story. Like, can you imagine telling this story? Like, yeah, so me and Black Widow was on this rope, right? On this whole other planet. And then we had a... Now I was going to kill myself. Yeah. yeah. She fight me. And I elbowed in the eye. And I'm like, no, I'm jumping off the cliff. Yeah. She, like, she no. lassoed me like, no, I'm jumping and off the cliff. I was like, girl, let me jump. Let me jump. <laughs> so, no, you got a family. I'm jumping. Yeah. But that's, that's my thing. It's like, okay. <laughs> that was the weakest moment in the entire God dang Avengers in-game movie. That was the weakest moment. And the fact that they're trying to make this sound tragic in some kind of a sense. No. But that's my point. It's like, was this supposed, was this in credit scene originally there? Or was it something different? And if it was something that they added in after, given the fact that they were going to release this later, were they just using that as a vehicle to promote the next Hawkeye movie? They could be. They well, could. The, yeah, I mean, the, not movie, the but the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, I, show. I mean, you know? possibly, but I mean, it just seems like such a lame tease because, again, it really makes no sense that Yelena could be. I mean, here's somebody who has the sense of how 
bad bad people can be and now she's throwing her lot with hydra well tell, tell me in the comic books does she be is she well, bad at some point no no but val is hydra right i, I don't know this it looks like it or just like uh somebody that just collects these next generation heroes to the highest bidder so which like is a player that's like a thunderbolts like there's a series of characters called you know the Thunderbolts that you know U.S. agent is in it and you know they might. Well, they, I mean, back. you saw her uh, recruit U.S. agent at yeah. the end of the last movie. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the last series. So right. I mean, it's possible, yeah. possible. I'm not, I'm not. Ta- I don't follow Disney Plus storylines. I don't know any executives, but it is possible they could be doing that in reverse. You know, like picking up Avengers. These are Thunderbolts or or whatever, and then. They're hunting people. Maybe that's the next build past his face. I hope. I hope at least. Well, I, I don't know what this is, but the producers put it in the chat. If this was the Dark Avengers storyline leading to it. Do you know anything about that? The Dark Avengers storyline is when they had like these different villains and they dressed them up like Avengers. Like like Hawkeye. He didn't look like he wasn't uh, Clint Barton. He was just like, he was a different guy that was good at, you know, doing arrows and stuff. So they were all villains dressed like heroes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know there was such a storyline. Organized no by Norman Osborn. Really? Yes. Of Oscorp? Yes, sir. Woo! Boom. Spider-Man tie-in. There you go. Now. There you go. Gotcha. <laughs> Oscorp. Man. Oscorp. Big time. So <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, now that's a possibility, but we don't know because, you know, that's, that's something down the line. But again, that's what I was saying earlier. I think this movie has this weird way it's almost like they put this in to just say here's this other stuff that we can now add because we've introduced you to it you know what I mean? Mm, you know what i mean like I, I mean you could make the argument that said like now there's like you know now they're introducing you know like you said her dad and uh, like they're introducing the mom uh so you know crimson dynamo so now they're introducing all these various russian type characters that are like avenger counterparts in a way I mean, and look at if, like you said, the dad got over. Y'all say he stole the show. Then you know, hey, cool. You know, maybe that's that's something they say. Hey, we can add another split to the franchise. So you don't think the dad uh, stole the movie? Like, because I was watching the movie with you. Didn't start laughing until the dad showed up. Family that well, because I'm a dad. I know what it's like to get abused up. But I also said he ain't got to do anything to like he he had the good dynamics with the family. I give you that. But I mean, he got his butt kicked all the time. I mean, like, oh, they played him as a goof. No, yeah. no question about it. It was like at the very end, he has that last line, which is like, like you got nothing to say. He's like, ah, I just screwed up. It's like I'm just a useless guy. Who's, <laughs> I'll do that. And that's just yeah. your dad. Whatever. I'll whatever. I'll just, yeah. yeah. Like that fight between him and Taskmaster. I'm like, yeah. Let's see what this is going to be. This is going to be awesome. Right. He got his butt thrown around a bit, and that was about it. And the thing is, is that character Red Guardian. He knows how to use a shield. You know what I mean? Like I, I think I, he did throw it once. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, and man, and yeah. I guess, and that's the thing. Like I thought the height. Well, he mocked Captain America's shield while he was in jail, which is another Captain thing. Yeah. Like I don't know who filmed this movie, but I, 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 I've never gotten a tattoo. My wife has tattoos. I can tell you this much: when you're sitting there, if you're arm wrestling, as you're getting a back tattoo. Your muscles move. <laughs> okay. That back tattoo would have looked like a Pollock, a Jackson Pollock oh, painting. Wow. By the time that they were done, that was crazy. Not a Rorschach painting? Uh, wherever you want to call it, it <laughs> would have looked fun. messed up, and that dude would have got his butt whipped, or at least his, his 
wrist snapped <laughs> yeah. by the Red Guardian because his tattoo. Who gives a tattoo while you're in the middle of, of using your muscles to get a right? Uh, not not yeah. Sylvester Stallone, obviously. No, no, no. Sylvester would go for the thumb. That's yeah, because right. you got to do it. If you turn you the turn hat, hat backwards, yeah. you gotta turn it. Yes, you got to catch the thumb and over the oh. top. Yes, that's, that's that, it. Push over the top. Yeah, I like a machine to take the cap and pull it. Can I tell you? It's like when he was putting on his old costume. And trying to squeeze into it, mm. I felt that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't get that. that. I don't know why I felt that. I was like, man, I know I got some tight clothes. I was tripping <laughs> yeah, out. Right. Like, I kept telling Eli, I was like, wait a minute, they were together for three years. This woman just keeps his raggedy ass suit. That's love. Well, apparently yeah. they had some kind of relationship because he's like, oh, I've been in prison. I have lots of energy. <laughs> <laughs> Best line yes. of the movie. Most, <laughs> the funniest line in the movie. I have lots of energy. Yeah, and the yes. girls are like, oh, please stop. But yeah, I mean, that was funny. <laughs> why would she have his his outfit? Because he complained. Like, when I was on this stupid little three-year mission, I couldn't be the Red Guardian. I wanted to be the Red Guardian. But somehow, she got his suit off that stupid little three-year mission. Hey, don't yeah, mess with somebody that can't. Yeah, make any it. sense. Like, it doesn't make any sense anything, to me. Yeah. Maybe she offered him a lot of bacon for the suit. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. She's pig. killing the pigs with cutting their breath off. I don't know like, if the, the interaction between Loki and Mobius, the dialogue that they had. Okay. All but right. I did enjoy the conversation that they had around that dinner table. That, with the, the little family, family dynamic kind of thing. I don't know why. I just enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Even though it, it t- ended for worse, but I don't know if that's a result of Loki kind of conditioning me to that kind of stuff because I, I enjoy Mobius' and Loki's kind of conversation. I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoy Mobius and Loki's uh No, that's true. That There are better. I, yeah, I uh, agree with that. Way, way better, but I kind of felt like, again, their conversation was meant to make the dad sound like a goof, to make Natasha sound cold, to make Melina sound like a coward, which is what she calls her, and to make Yelena the who is, I guess, at the end of the day, the new Black Widow, to put her over. Because she's the only one at the table that was like, no, that was real to me. She was like, betrayed. Yes, Natasha's still feeling the loss of her imaginary family, the Avengers. Like, Yelena's like, what happened when we were all together, that was something real. That meant something to me. Natasha still wants to get back to the Avengers. Melina the mom is worried about her research and uh red guardian is worried about getting back to his glory days as the yeah, red guardian yelena yeah. is the only one in that scene to me that kind of gets over with true purpose and true intent which glorious is that, purpose i don't know about glorious, glorious. Uh, she wasn't looking for glory uh, necessarily but i mean i kind of felt her plight more than I felt anybody else's. Well, and, and that's and I and to kind of piggyback what you say as far as putting her over. Yeah, I mean, look, she's the one that gets the antidote. She's the one that she's she's cold, but now that she's fixed, now she's just like, all right, good. You know, she actually drives the story forward. That's that's how I totally see her getting put over. I mean, Yelena. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she sure. she drives it. I mean, look, you you have parts where like, and I remember Danny and I were watching it and. I was like, man, this movie's like lagging because the you know the part where they all together they escape on the plane. You complained that one part, and you and I kind of got into that's, it. That, like, I know you were like, "There's not enough action." And I was like, "What do you mean there's not yeah. enough action?" I was like, "They keep shoehorning action at the expense of plot." Like, there was a lot of action, yeah. And but we talked like the first one. 15, no, no, no. 20 minutes, right? Because that's where we had that. What, the escape from Ohio? <laughs> but you remember, you and I were all like, "This is nonsense." They just made it like these sisters just fought for like a couple of minutes like five minutes for no reason 
And finally, one of them says truce. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was kind of weird. It's like yeah. there was no setup to that. It's like what what happened? Like why right. all bad blood? Like why y'all fighting? I mean, she sent the the materials to you because clearly she trusted you. You came out to see her because clearly you're worried about her. Yeah. Why y'all fighting for five minutes? They do. They were spies. I told you, spies you, you, you don't know trust they nobody. Said? You know, spies what's funny don't about trust that? nobody. It, it, this is what's funny about what you just said. Is just like every now and then I'll stumble into the living room. Is like. I'll go to my daughters and like, why the hell are y'all fighting? What, 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 what the hell's going on? <laughs> okay. What, 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 what? What are you doing? And they're just going at it. I'm like, son of a. And <laughs> then that's when you sit there and telling you, tell them about your days as the Red Guardian. I <laughs> see. And about how you say. I squeezed into suit. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And I look still very good and I have much energy. So I bang your mom. Hey, <laughs> the Red Drummer. I saved the, the, the Philippines and still have enough energy. I saved myself for your mother. Even though she wasn't really your mother. I love I her. have much energy. I have much strength <laughs> up in here. I was hungry and she killed a pig without even having to cut it. Oh, she yeah, just did, cut did, it. Brain off and then stop it from breathing but and then pull breakfast. As an aside, did Steve Rogers say anything about me? You know, we could yeah, you, know. you know, we get along. I thought I, he was him, in, I, he's a good friend. I think we the same thing. We throw shields inside. And the comrade thought he was <laughs> in ice. And all moose, that time. moose and squirrel. I sent them over there to make amends. You know, it's, he like, was, it's like a little olive branch. He read. He wrecked the ship. He wrecked the ship. For, he know. He know come out. He know come out. I don't know. know. I don't know what's going on with it. I hey. thought David Harbor did a phenomenal job. Wait, yeah, yeah, he wasn't given much to work with. What he had to work with, like in the very first 10 minutes of the film, he comes up as he, he's competent, he's feeling, he's on the wing of a plane, he's shooting, he's trying to help his family out, and he seems like a completely different person yeah. of this character that you meet like an hour later, and you're like, wait a minute, that's is that the same guy that I just saw on the wing of a plane? Like, he seemed so competent, so smart. Exactly. So, it's like, is yeah. that what prison did to you? It's like, did that really take that much out of you? I mean, I can see that, though. If you got people wanting to arm wrestle you all the time, and then, like, you just try to tell your story, and then everybody's just like, hey, that's bull crap. I mean, you'd be a little angry, too. He had a little goal he grew in there. I'm like, all right. How gangster did he get? Did he have a rap song, too, in Russian that came out? Can I say something like, time? my name is Peaches, and I'm the best. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh, the oh, Melinas love to feel my chest. I think you and uh, I think Kevin and, and Eli need to lower their grade a little bit because y'all went like you were at an eight. I was at an eight. Yes. E, you were at what? A nine? No, I said eight. You said eight? I said eight. All right. Lee and I were at sevens. I think y'all need to come down to seven with us. I don't know. Cause like, uh, come on down to seven. It's better down here. No, because y'all, like I said, <laughs> it's easier to explain. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, well, give me an idea. Okay. Right. I have not heard y'all do anything but bury this movie. No, not, okay. We, we agreed about the dynamic. Like the okay. family dynamic like the family of it. Dynamic. I, I, I did agree with Kevin as far as like them having the table conversation and, and that part was like funny. I agreed with you that the side characters just put themselves over. I mean that's that's just how that was. I like action sequences. So right? So like the, the parts where it, it had a weird lag, you're like, hey, but you had these different sequences. The thing was was that one was when they were all young, right? And then they go ahead and they fast forward into now then Black Widow's dodging uh, Thunderbolt Ross, but it's not like she fights the army or anything. She just like says, oh, I tricked you. I got my outfit in the bathroom here, but I'm coming out over here. So like that part was like, all right, chill, you're smart. So there was just a little lag there. But once like she got shot in the in the Jeep and fought Taskmaster and all that, that actually was on point. Once that they, was so phony. 
I was cool. Because you didn't. Wait, it, which it, part was it? The Jeep? The very, yeah, you know what? He, the he, arrow that blew up under the Jeep. No, not that one. No. The subway? No, not that one. Not that one. She was about to go. Remember, the generator went out, and she was going to go on this drive. Oh, and, on the bridge. Oh, on the bridge. Oh, and bread. Yeah, and yeah, right yeah. before. The, the first thing, meet Taskmaster. Right. And okay. the funny thing is, is I was like, yeah, man. I'm like, this movie's lagging now. Because I didn't care about talking to the Mason guy. And, yeah, he was complaining like 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah, and then she, but he was. Well, can, can we like, what the heck was with Mason? Where the hell? he come from that was one of my complaints i mean he's like a small he was like a deus ex machina yeah what okay. you need because it's like it's like he came out of nowhere it's like oh so they know each other i've never seen him in any other movie i was like what's supposed to be you? like somebody tied in the shield i got a question for you i got a question for you like is that where they got the quinjet that she flew and, and picked them all up in uh the no, at movie? the end of the movie he delivers her a, a quinjet. quinjet right yeah and you're like that it's unmistakable, but they also make reference in the movie about the Avengers having like I think it was Yelena was like, why don't you get the Avengers to come with their you know souped up jet or something like that? And I I don't know what she's referring to, but I mean that's where the Quinjet, some junkyard that <laughs> got the black market or something. It was refurbed. It was refurbed, man. It was like wait, that's where the Quinjet came from. Some nameless guy whose name I Mason. can't even remember. Yeah, that's where the Quinjet came from. No, I'm not saying that's. Way I'm just Mason made something I mean, happen. Let's, let's you didn't look. know how. Let's just be honest. There are parts of this movie that they are flat out dull. There are parts of this movie where you're kind of you're bored. There are action scenes that just seem to be shoehorned in for no reason other than action. The action for the sake of action. Some, not all, right? Well, when the girl when when Budapest, I gave you. Okay. Look at that. This is my whole thing. They destroyed this whole big ass thing because she shot one bullet in the air. I mean, the whole friggin' planet ship, whatever, because yeah. she shot a bullet up in the air, which, oh, that chipped, I guess, a blade that just set off this whole, like, that's how indestructible this thing is that one tiny bullet shot up at a fan, did this all whole thing in, which no one knew about because it was in the sky. Well, it was like Luke Skywalker hitting the... Yeah, that one that died. One breath. Yeah. Yeah. But without knowing that was the target... Somebody she's like, one engine, I took out one engine, but that was the magic spot, and I happened to set off a chain reaction. That's the whole exactly. thing. And how did and they were like, Oh, that's why we couldn't find him because he was in the sky. Like, oh, but because no one ever flies in clouds or anything like that. Like, what is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know about comics, but I know that is stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. Like I said, uh, you got stuff that's flat out dull. You got action sequences that are, that are shoehorned in for no reason. You, you got the whole thing that we talked about with uh, the, the car display. Oh, the chimney that she just pulls the pin out of. Oh, that one was so convenient. It was like, wait, wait, that it's that easy? What kind of structural engineer built that? <laughs> Where you just, hey, I'm going to yank out a pin easily. And we're all just going to glide down on a chimney easily. Oh, your chimney's open? My chimney does it. Does it? Does it? Yeah, that's, that's how I go from tree to tree in my neighborhood. Oh, well, hey. <laughs> tree to tree. That's funny. That's how Tarzan does it. It's Tarzan cool. on, man. There you, yeah. go. there you go. That's parkour. That's all that is. Parkour. Uh, you know so, what? Screw it. I'm coming down to seven. Yeah, I'm thank you. you guys. Yes. Thank you. Because the big twist with the, the, the Tasman, that was fairly obvious. And the main villain, my God, we, he's they keep, cool. they keep him off screen for more than half the movie. Okay. Because Very you're cool. like, okay, well, the tax master is clearly meant to substitute for this main villain. And then you meet the main villain, and he kind of comes across as kind of like an honorary 
grandpa. He kind of gave me that Civil War vibe. Remember, there was that oh, he was just a, this guy that was just an ordinary guy. He just happened to be this mastermind. Like I kind of got that vibe. But then I okay, I could go to seven five because of that fair moon thing. Remember Fairmont? that? Oh, the fr- oh, yeah. that was weird. That was weird. That was yeah, creepy. Like, how did she know when she slammed? Like she's trying to convince the dude here, hit me, hit me, hit me, and the dude's too weak to break her own nose. So she just slams her face on the desk. Like, how did you know that you wouldn't accidentally not kill yourself? Yeah, yeah. And, and hitting uh, your face <laughs> would force enough to break your own nose no, on a desk. Because I am Natasha. I'm strong like bull. I I, I can withstand pain. Adamantium huh? face. I'm going with that. Adamantium, Adamantium face. face. <laughs> yes, I'm going with that. Yeah, uh, you can go at Adamantium face, but you have to also go down to a seven. <laughs> I, I gotta go and see <laughs> If you want to go to animating, fine. I was having a joke. Come down to seven. Oh, I, okay. Now I was gonna say earlier when we did the non spoiler part. Okay, and uh, I was like, yeah, this is like the sixties Batman like resolution. That was the part I was talking about when he was like, okay, I have the fairboard block. You you can't punch me or whatever. Like, okay, weird, but whatever. And then it's like a flashback to when they were about to get caught, and then. Natasha and the mom like talk about the whole thing. I was like, oh man. Sever the uh, Yeah, you gotta do all of this stuff before. And let's put the mask on. I was like, okay. The pheromones are weird, man. That that was a little like, you know, like, hey, uh, anti shock repellent. Boom, Natasha, got it. Boom. Like, uh, my pheromones, you can feel it you in can't your plums, do anything huh? about it. You can feel it down in my plums. You cannot hit me. Okay. No, that's no, fair. no. I, I look, I had COVID, and I can tell you the olfactory senses were definitely cut off at one point in time. So you could have. Defeated Drake. I could have defeated. I, I, you could have taken Drake off. Yes. Yes. Drake off. Drake off. Yes, because his family okay. would not have affected Danny. No. That part was weird. It was convenient. What yeah. was that stupid vest? Oh, that she had? kept trying to buy. Oh, this is the best vest. Oh, you like the vest. Yes. I have so many pockets. Very handy you never pockets know. and all the, good, the great thing about the vest. That uh, Okay, you know what? I could. I love the action everything, but you're I can't. You're down to a six now, I'm, aren't you? I'm going. Like, I'm going. I'm going, six. To, I'm going. But the vest is good, huh? You like the you like the vest. <laughs> the vest is how you say uh, I, it, nice. It is nice. It is very nice. It's very pockets, huh? Quite nice. Look at all of this. So you never know. Boom! I have a cool weapon. It's a beautiful vest. Yes. It is like a fanny pack. Is it not? No. If they had them, you know what it is. They made the movie to where they kind of. I guess, like you said, shoehorn it in timeline, like um, like uh, Star Wars, where they, you know, they go ahead and they do like the all of the like the, the Star pre- Wars stories, like the pre movies and stuff, like, and they they shoehorn it in. I think that doesn't do this movie the justice. I think if we don't have that weird time constraint, I think you have a better chance to give this movie room to breathe. That yes. makes sense. Yes, yeah. it absolutely makes sense. They screwed yeah. it up. By letting too much time pass before they made a movie. And then when they made a movie, they made it a very generic movie. And again, that's not to say it's not enjoyable. It is enjoyable at parts, but it's not, there's no mythos to get lost in. There's no, there's nothing, I don't feel like I'm seeing anything original here. I feel like I'm seeing the introduction of the next Black Widow. I could agree with that. Yeah. And and to their credit, they get Yelena over huge yeah, was and maybe that was a purpose yeah, yeah maybe I, that was a purpose. i agree with that yeah but they handle the transition like the end of the movie instead of having that scene at the gravestone where let's be honest natasha died on a foreign planet i doubt that her body's even in 
<laughs> I, I doubt she was even buried there, but let's say she was. Whatever. Well, Red Skull shipped it back because that's what there his job go. is. You know, when people die, he has to bring them back to the home planet. Sure, he's nice like that. He has a re- he's got the Red Skull. Uh, yeah, I got a pickup. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, he's got the Red Skull funeral. Can home. I get it overnighted? Does yeah, that. he's got a hearse, freaking DoorDash, a, space, yeah, a spaceship hearse. They had Amazon Prime. So yeah, the body it. probably got there in two days. Oh, I get yeah. it to you in two days. <laughs> two days, flat minimum. I'll get you the body there. So just bring him on right. over. There yeah. you go. No taxes. To whatever the hell that place was named. No taxes. Forget, yeah. Shields got this one. Yeah, Shield. Yeah, yeah. Makes complete sense. It's very nice. Um, anything else with this? I I feel like we've exhausted everything. We we squeeze everything. From that little pig udder that we could. I think we said it all. Well, that that pig thing. Jeez, I I turned to Eli at one point in time. Like, is the pig breathing again? Like, yeah, not I mean, yet. That was taking me out of the breath. We need to let Joshua go swim. So I I want to yes. say I'm standing firm with my seven. It's enjoyable. I'm I'm glad I got it. I I might watch it one more time, but I don't know that there's anything where it's like, man, that really is something. I like let me put it like this. I have a 11 year old daughter, and you know she won't watch anything that she'll watch anything on YouTube. She won't watch anything that I want to watch. Like I tried to show her Wonder Woman 1984. Was it? Yes, 19, and we, She watched it. I don't know that I could legit show her this. And have her be riveted. Is that fair? You know, yeah, fair. She, you think she get it? She she'll get into the girl power stuff too much. Huh? Well, I mean, so we all have young girls. Yeah. No, no. I think she, Lily, is totally in the girl power. I don't sense as much girl power as I mean. It just the girl power is there, but it just kind of plays itself on a more subvertive level, if you will. I mean, it just it it's it's playing under the surface the entire time. As a kid, I don't know that you're necessarily entertained. No, I would agree with that. Yeah, because my daughters are the same way. It's like halfway through the movie, the two younger ones left. <laughs> you know, they started playing on their own. Yeah. The oldest one watched the entire thing the entire way through. But I don't see her repeating this movie, much like she watches, let's say, Bluey or Once Upon a Time, the TV show, or even The Mysterious Benedict Society. She enjoys that. Oh, my God. Lily and I watched the very first episode of that the other day, and we were like, oh, wow, that's pretty decent. Yeah. It was crazy. And yeah. I can't I wait like, to watch what? the next two. I know. I am the same way. I was like, oh, they end with these damn cliffhangers, too. I've got the book. Like, we, Really? You do? Lily and I read the first half of the book, but we got sidetracked with other things. You know, like school. Yeah, we discovered it as a book, and now I feel like she wants to do that. But I think she'd rather do that than maybe watch this movie again. I don't think she, I don't see her watching this movie again, okay. unless we're watching it. And it's funny because I'll watch this movie, but it makes me want to watch the other Marvel movies that are out there. I like agree, after yeah. I finished that, I was like, oh, I want to see Endgame. I want to see Infinity War. Uh, if anything, I wanted a place where the blonde hair came into play. <laughs> yeah, I want to <laughs> see how they tied all this stuff together to figure out where it fits. You definitely got that in this film. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely, man. All right. So this, my biggest takeaway with this is there was nothing in this movie that made me want to say, oh, I want to see it again because that part was so cool or this part was so great. And there also wasn't anything that I felt like I missed when I saw it. Because a lot of times you're like, oh, man, I want to go back and see what did that did i miss this part was there a meaning behind that you miss those little details or you hear about some little de- there's none of that so it was a cool movie it was good to watch if you like marvel movies i'm sure you'll enjoy it it was good getting back to the theater but i've seen it and i'm good i mean really quick uh there's the the guy who whose arm gets broken that's uh ursa that's a reference to another one of red guardians compatriots in the oh, really? books yeah okay. i didn't know that okay go ahead. I, I, he was kind of taunting him a bit okay that's a good as thing to know. ursa minor it's a it's a the dude that 
the, he gets his paws, he turns into a big bear. Why don't you, t- why don't you say something else that I, I also didn't know real quick? Because I think it bears mentioning, which is that Crimson Dynamo, where she's like, uh, Yelena tells her dad, you're just so worried about reliving your days as the Crimson Dynamo. And he's like, Red Guardian. And like kind of corrects her at the end, but Eli said Crimson Dynamo is really the Iron Man of Russia. Yes, that's, that's which I thought was Whiplash, but I was wrong. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, see that they do all crazy. They do all kind of crazy because yeah, because Whiplash I think is like the sort of the guy that would be Crimson Dynamo, but yeah, Crimson Dynamo is an actual Marvel character. Okay. And he's a big bulky suit of armor. So for lack of a better word. So yeah, just so you know, Lee, they they had like some little tidbits, but they weren't over the top because these characters are not known as well. So yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, I mean, much, I guess. For Ragnarok, I really couldn't wait to see that again. Yeah. Seen it a couple times since. Yeah. Deadpool, I would watch anytime it came on, I would watch Deadpool. It's just, there's so much cool stuff to see and do. You know, so I would say this and I'll walk, I'll walk. I think you got a great point in that those two movies came with an extra character. You had the Hulk in one, Colossus another. Maybe this would have needed that besides the family dynamic, but we'll see. So let us know what you thought about this latest addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, let us know. Show at magicoway.com. And make sure you keep listening. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that review. If you want to learn more about us, the Magic Away Podcast, magicoway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to share your opinion with us, you can get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com, or you can call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text message at 1815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1815-MOWEEKEN-669-4226. Of course, we have a couple guys who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com, I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com, Comic Book Guru, Eli Ivory, the whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com, right now. Lightfield out. True that, Rob. True that. That's what I tell them girls all the time when they say, I can't take your phone. I'm like, you miss it out, girl. You miss it out. Oh, I thought you were going to say, Lightfield out. Lightfield <laughs> <laughs> never out. Never out. <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, of course, like you heard, you go ahead, you can check out the website, get all that good content. Of course, there's a link to this awesome podcast so you never miss an episode, a joke, a piece of insight, just the fun in general, okay? Now, you can also find me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory, right there, as long as you're a real person. Hey, how you doing? But if you're bot, get out. Not. Not. 
I want no bat. He don't want no bat. No don't. And it's so bad like for you. Mess up all your stuff. In the beans. Call your phone. You and then, that's the bill collector. Smell Hide it. your kids. Watch your wife. Watch your wife. No one need that. Little yeah. love is here. There it is. <laughs> missing now. Missing now. Turkey leg. <laughs> Turkey leg. <laughs> oh, my God. This is great. That's why there's synergy. That's why there's a link because you never miss an episode. Check it out and then uh, you can see Project Gation Facebook page right there. So Facebook.com slash Project Gation. All that good stuff. Instagram. Get the love right there. You have a 504 and of course on Twitter you can find me Hancock10166. So you appreciate the madness. Just bringing me the gladness. Eli out. That's Eli. right. There's synergy because Bob Iger said to. Yeah. <laughs> Do, <laughs> Do it. it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I grew out. And look, guys, if you want to book a vacation anywhere in the United States so you can go to a theater and watch Black Widow, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-POSER, 832-POSER. <laughs> Email me at lee at magicrway.com. Facebook, that's facebook.com slash lost travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee travel. And TikTok, you got a friend in Lee. And if you're doing that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Bearded Guardian of Vika. Why, why, why do you do that uh, that phone number thing? Huh? It's, 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 I don't get it. It's, no, no, it's, it's, it's so strange. It's, it's so strange. It's a guy. He's know. got it's a beard. He's disgusting. He's got the beard. I don't know. I don't know what the phone number is. You know, it's cool. It's terrible. I don't get it. Don't be Yes. And look, guys, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicrway.com. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated, especially at these times. Mm. We also want to take a second. That's Thank you beautiful. for being a loyal listener. And we always love hearing from Eli as well as our listeners. <laughs> All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Hour Podcast. It makes you get in touch with us today. Us being me, Eli, Danny, and Lee. Yes. So yes. weekends. Only us. Only us. And you. Yes. Us weekends. It's like harmonious, but different. Mm-hmm. So weekend us. We say Quahirini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. <laughs> I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. White Russians. In addition to my 12 pairs of shoes, I also pack Mad Hatter Radio <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in my suitcase. Those are your emergency Mad Hatter Radio if shoes. Emergency Mad Hatter Radio shoes. <laughs> when I want to listen to Mad Hatter Radio, I make sure to change my shoes to my Mad Hatter shoes.